How's poker been? You haven't been there for two weeks? Yeah. Better than ever. Make me a deal and make it good for me. I won't get full of myself, I can't afford to be. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. I'm Murray Valeriano. And this is your Father's Day bonus episode. Happy oh. Father's Day, Murray. I didn't know that. Yeah. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, this is going to drop on Father's Day. When's Father's Day? 10 days from today, so it's oh. on uh, June 19th. I know you don't celebrate it in your house. Not really. Um, not, I mean, Mary, you know, we'll go out to dinner and stuff, but... Um... I look at it this, I say it every year. You know you have a good life when your wife says, what do you want to do for Father's Day? And it's the same thing you do every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just want to surf, hang out with my kid. Yeah. Maybe go to dinner, even though we don't go to dinner every day, but that's about it. Some fathers just say, I just want to be left alone that day. Yeah, I've been alone a lot lately, so I'm fine with hanging out with the kids. <laughs> so The only thing I like to not do on Father's Day is because I do it so much, is like, if I don't have to drive anyone anywhere. Oh, right. oh, I'm sure. Like, I'm like, can I not drive anyone anywhere? Oh, that makes sense. We're still not, my kid still goes to school two blocks away. Yeah. Like we don't, I don't drive. But, I don't tool them around. But Soccer I mean, is three blocks away. Are those new glasses? Uh, yeah. I like them. Oh, thanks. I'm blind, dude. I'm going blind. Are those prescription or just readers? Oh, these are readers. I've stepped on my prescription and I haven't gotten back to get them yet. Put them on again. Let me see. Yeah, those are good. No, oh, thanks. I like them. Thanks. Uh, yeah, what do we do? Um, Ezra won't be here for Father's Day. They leave on the 13th. Going back so to school or? They have an apartment in, uh, in Hadley, Massachusetts. Okay. They have a, a temporary job for a few weeks. They rented a house with four friends. Okay. So yeah, we've lost Ezra to the, uh, to the East Coast. They love it. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, that sucks for you. Uh, well, you and I didn't grow up here. Mm -hmm. Maybe if we did, we would want to get out of here. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's... I love it, though. You surf, so where are you going to... Oh, I'm this not... This is the place. Dude, I wouldn't live... In the, in this country, I wouldn't live anywhere else. I wouldn't I, live I anywhere wouldn't else. I wouldn't live anywhere else either. I like yeah. it so much here. Yeah. I yep. really do. Me too. Uh, so Father's Day, I like presents. I will... Uh, they'll say, what do you want? And I'll go, ah, here's, a, here's some things I might be interested in. Hmm. And, uh, you know... I don't need presents. Yeah, I kind of need them. Mary will like get me like, I like I'm, some surf shorts or maybe yeah. maybe a new pair of sneakers. Yeah, but that's about Frank it. makes you some uh, oh, yeah, a card yeah, and yeah. you stick it in a uh, you stick it in your drawer and throw it out three years later. No, I collect them. I, still I keep know, them. you keep it in a box. I understand. Um, yeah, I'm not, like you know when someone has a birthday party and like the invitation says no presents. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's not me. I'm like it's my birthday. <laughs> yes. I ma I made it another year. <laughs> give me, I want something. But give me something. I do enjoy a good birthday party, and I think I'm going to have one this year. I haven't had one at my house in a long time. Is uh, how old will you be this year? Old enough. Well, well I mean, we're, we're in the entertainment business. We don't discuss age. You're over fifty. Yeah, but you're not fifty-five. No. <laughs> so you should wait till fifty-five then. Have it on a milestone birthday. Why don't I just have it every year? Now the pandemic's over. Can I tell you what we're going to do for my 60th? Yeah, when's that? Uh, we don't discuss age. <laughs> in a year and a half. Um, here's what we're going to do. Okay. You're included. Oh, exciting. Um, so Pilar and I, we know we know this couple and they- uh, Oh, I like it already. They have a, they have a swingers club. No, <laughs> they, have a, they have a wolf sanctuary. 
Okay. So you and me and the fellas, you right. know, Schmitty, Chip, yeah. Siegel, uh, Gilly, we drive out to the desert where this wolf sanctuary is. All right. You hike with the wolves. Okay. Then you you play around with the wolves. Right. Then what, why am that I getting- That was you. That wasn't me. That was you. Yeah. Why am I getting a, why is that coming through my phone? That, I don't like, I don't like any of this that's happening. I mean, I'm in the middle of a cool wolf story. Right. I got to turn everything that you, no, that's from Kyle Hildreth. Well, he just he fucked up our record. Fucking overkill. Why is he sending me a text and then over our record? And why can't I talk? Okay. So. Right. Hike with the wolves. Fraternize with them. Okay. Then you have at night, then you have dinner up there and the wolves howl at the moon while you're having dinner. All right. That sounds weird, but cool. Doesn't How did you cool? find that? Well, we, uh, we were at another birthday party and this couple was there and they're telling, telling, telling us all about mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, I said to Pilar, I go, that's what I want to do for my 60th. Mm -hmm. Because uh, that sounds like unique. Yeah, no, it really does. It's super cool. Now, here's my question. Yeah. When the wolves decide, you know what? We're wolves and we're done with this mm -hmm. bullshit, which they inevitably will. Yeah. Who goes first? Who do we throw? <sighs> I, I mean, think I'm all right. I'm a pretty good runner. I think I can get out of there. I mean, sadly... You know, Schmitty's got the most meat on the bone. Okay. Oh, yeah. So that might keep him busy for a while so we could run. Right. But uh, no, I think they think the handlers take them away. They said they're just like, they just run out. You can pet them, all, all that right. stuff. All right. But they're still wild animals and they're wolves. Yeah. They're what if, what if, when the, what if when the sun goes down, the moon comes up, the couple that we know turn into wolves <laughs> and they kill us? Or. Yeah, okay. Or what? <laughs> no, I was going to say they turned into some weird fetish in the evening because oh. they're swingers. Well, either way, it'll be a memorable way, birthday. Memorable, absolutely. This Why? is like a horror movie. It is. This is where this is goes bad real quick in this movie. Sounds like you're not going. I don't know. <laughs> I, got, I got a year and a half to figure it out. If we take Dwyer with us, maybe his loud voice scares the wolves That's off. That's what I was thinking. I think they're going after Dwyer first because secretly we to all kind of want to go after Dwyer. They want to shut him up. Yeah, they, they go right for the up. neck. Yeah, so I think I Schmitty and you and I, are we're all fine. They're taking Dwyer down. I love it. I yeah. love it. That's a cool... I was just going to have people over for my birthday. Boring. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> you need to have like a, a llama in the front yard or something. When I did kids parties, I went to this kids party once. There was so much going on. I'm not lying to you. You can't make this up. Live kangaroos in the front yard. What? Live kangaroos in the front yard. Oh, man. Yeah. Somebody has a lot of money. And that was a Batman and Robin party. Mm. And uh, I was Batman. I remember the arch villain of Kangaroo Man. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so Batman and Robin. I'm Batman. And the guy playing Robin, taller than me. <laughs> so um, it's just a mess from the right, jump. Right. But I think I was Batman at another party earlier. So mm -hmm. I had to be Batman at this one too. And then here comes, you know, John Lamoureux dressed as uh, Robin. <laughs> it's terrible. I just tried to stay away from him in pictures. I never did kids parties out, but I catered a lot. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was catering a kid's party and I was in the kitchen and Elmo came in. And Annoying. Like, Justin, he's like, I need a glass of water. I know. Cause you have to stay in character. I'm like, dude, you don't, it's cool. There's no kids around. Super you know, D duper. What, what do you mean? I'm not in character. I'm Elmo. I wanted to fucking punch him so bad. He wouldn't stop. He wouldn't stop. I'm like, dude, I'm a grown man. You don't have to talk. I'm a little kid. No, you're not. Barney needs to drain the vein. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hated that guy so much. Uh, okay. Here's what we're doing today. Mm -hmm. And you didn't quite follow the directions, <laughs> which is, it's, it's on, it's on brand. I, I have to, this is. 
This is a Pat Francis Rock and Roll Hall of Fame year. This is, I'm going to come up a little closer on the mic. Sure, do whatever you want. Can you take me down a little bit, though? I know we fudged oh, a little right bit. Right here? Right yeah, there? Yeah. You went, how's that? How's uh, that? Oh, how's that? that's better. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, this is definitely a Pat Francis Hall of Fame year. Oh, my year. God, it's crazy. The, I, I like think, all I these like people. I had my Hall of Fame year like two or three years ago. Three years ago, I think it was. Um, but yeah, this one I was like, and I like most of these bands, and and but I was, I'm like, you're, let's go deep dive, and I'm like, I can't deep dive on Carly Simon, although I wouldn't mind. All you do is, all you do is pick a song you've never heard of before. Well, I kind of that's wanna, a deep track. I kind of wanted, to, you know, you picked. See, here's what you don't remember. I already did a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame episode this year. Okay. With, uh, with Joe and Kristen. Okay. From Who Cares About the Rock Hall podcast. Okay. So we covered like popular songs. Okay. So your job was to take a deep dive with me. Well, you didn't tell me that. I did tell you that. You said, said yesterday. Pick deep tracks. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't tell me why. Do you how much how much do you need in order to follow directions? Can't <laughs> well, just, maybe a little can't more. Just a simple. But I don't want to randomly pick a Pat ben Benatar song, then just say and then it. Well, you sucks. say this is a deep track because I've never heard it before. Oh, well, I'll do that next time. All right. So but I got a couple deep so tracks. Understand, in here. understand. Yeah, I mean, you did qualify a couple of the tracks. You said like, well, we'll get to okay, it. Okay. We'll yeah. 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 All right. So let's. So I'm sorry, I interrupted your train of thought that this is a Pat Francis. Year. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Like anyone on the ballot, I would have been happy with. Yeah. Like. Yeah, you got Carly Simon, Pat Benatar, you know, I'm sure you're a Lionel Richie fan. I'm sure you're not much of a Dolly Parton fan. We both like Duran Duran. I like Eminem. The Rhythmics, you love the Rhythmics. I like the Rhythmics, yeah. but I can't I can't go like other oh, B-side off of, right. you know, I blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I don't have Dolly Parton music, mm -hmm. but who doesn't like Dolly Parton? Oh, she's a national treasure. What are you, a devil? If you don't like Who Dolly Parton, like Dolly Parton? Do you know the ru the theory, the rumor slash theory of Dolly Parton? First of all, there's two things I love about Dolly Parton. Hello, <laughs> wouldn't mind seeing her. In her voice outfit. and her uh, writing mm -hmm. expertise and her uh, foundation that gives uh, families free books for their children. You piece and, of garbage and uh, sending kids to college. Yeah, she's always in long sleeves. Why is that? Because the room, the theory is she has full sleeve tattoos. I don't believe that. That's theory. the. I'm not saying it's true. I don't I'm not saying it. it's true. And but Mary was supposed to. Oh, I don't know if I should say this. Never mind. She's supposed to work with her on something. But um. So I'm like, I think you talked about that before. Okay. Right? It was a commercial, right? Yeah, and it fell through. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, you can finally settle the the. Yeah. But it never happened. So yeah, so there's a, a theory that she's full sleeve tattoo, under those. Yeah, I would find that so hard to, I mean, what kind of an NDA did the tattoo artist have to sign? Well, I don't, yeah, that's a good point. Also, on my 60th birthday, we get wolf tattoos on our biceps. Matching wolf tattoos? Matching wolf tattoos. I love it. <laughs> there was a woman in my show the other day who had an X tattooed on her foot, mm -hmm. and her sister had an O tattooed on her, on her foot okay. for like hugs and kisses. All right. And I told them they should get seven other people and have an X and an O and they could all have play tic-tac-toe. <laughs> Where were these people? Tic-tac-toe. Toe. 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 Oh, I get foot. it. I Come get on. it. Yeah, I the, get it. The audience didn't get it either. All right. <laughs> this was on the boat? This was on the boat. Uh, you're bringing it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you're getting hired back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh, first artist. <laughs> let's let's, coffee. let's get Eminem out of the way. I'm Look. I'm not an Eminem fan, mm -hmm. but it, I, I don't own Eminem music, but I'm also not saying he shouldn't be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He absolutely should. Oh, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. He I, I, think he, I think he brought something new to the genre of hip hop. It's, it's just not my, it's just not music that I like. Sure. I actually really like, I worked with Eminem before and I really like his style of rapping. I'm not, 
you know, a huge fan. I don't deep dive. I didn't see Eight Mile. I don't really care yeah, to see I saw that Eight Mile. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can barely talk this morning at 930 AM and he is, uh, he's saying like a thousand words a second. Yeah. And his, <clears throat> I remember seeing he is either the show I was working on with him where we interviewed him or another one where he, he was talking about how his rhymes aren't rhymes like time, rhyme, mm -hmm. lime. He like rhymes. He, how did he say he like rhymes in cadence mm -hmm. and rhymes <clears throat> um, syllables yeah. as opposed to rhyming letters, which I thought was interesting. I remember when I first, when I worked with him on Farn Club <clears throat> in 99 or 2000. Are you going to make it to my 60th I'm, birthday? I don't think so. You might as well just get that wolf tattoo now. <laughs> um, I remember trying to explain it to my girlfriend, his style of rapping and mm -hmm. how it, it's so different than any other ones. And that's what I really like about him. How quickly did she tune out during that oh, mansplaining snooze? Snooze. Oh, well, she was also one of those people who isn't into music. Mm -hmm. Like she didn't have a stereo. Yeah. And I'm like, mm. and I'm like, well, I don't see this going very no. much farther than this. How long did that happen? Um, that was less than a year, I think. Wow, that's a long time though for someone without a stereo. Less than a year is a week. <laughs> okay, that's true. <laughs> that's true. All right. So you picked a song. Mm-hmm. And I didn't pick a song, but here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to. Oh, wait, uh, so you're gonna yell at me? No, no, no. Because what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go to iTunes. I'm gonna find his least okay. downloaded song, and that'll be the deep track. Oh, so okay. Explain the song you picked. Well, I picked two. Are we only doing one? What's the second one? The second one is big hit, Stan. Yeah, that's not a deep track. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find Stan a a after we're playing this one. All right, I picked uh, "Forgot About Dre," okay, which is technically a Dre song featuring not Eminem. No, it features Eminem. But doesn't it say it features somebody else on the iTunes thing? Um, in my iTunes, it says featuring Eminem. Oh, okay. Because when, when I looked at it, it said featuring somebody else. I'm like, man, I'm really whiffing it on this one. Oh, boy. Uh, but I really like it. <clears throat> Do you want me to get you some water? This coffee's fine. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's doing the trick. I know. I don't know what's happening. Are you drinking straight cream? <laughs> no, it's black. It's black coffee, man. All right. By the way, I'm Starbucks. Way expensive now. Everything's expensive now. I know, but I just kind of realized how much this cost, and I'm like, I might phase Starbucks out of my life. How much was that? Six dollars? Three hundred? Three hundred? Three hundred dollars? Wow! Yeah, I would not keep going there. <laughs> By the way, it's so early in the morning. I don't like these morning records. It's nine forty-eight a.m. I know. Uh, Three twenty-five for a cup of coffee. It seems like it should be a quarter, right? Well, do you remember like lattes were like three twenty-five a year ago? Yeah, and this is just a straight black coffee. Well, I had a latte this morning at Coffee Bean, and it was five eighty-five. Yeah, I think like this is this is my only treat for myself. I don't really like more. I like to walk up to mm -hmm. Starbucks and get a coffee yeah. every day, and yeah. I get one for Mary every day. And I'm thinking, and I've been doing that since I started freelance writing, like twenty years ago. Kind of get you out, get your blood flowing, then you can come back and work. Okay, let's figure that out then. Six dollars a day mm -hmm. times. <laughs> 20 years <laughs> hold on what i think there's a better way to get there <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right so the song is forget about dre forget about dre it's a dre song but i uh i th th they played this song when i worked with them so dre and and so it was fun and eminem sounds great all of the reason that dre ain't been getting no sleep so fuck y'all all of y'all if y'all don't like me blow me y'all are gonna keep fucking around with me and turn me back to the old me Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips, just a bunch of gibberish, and motherfuckers act like they forgot about trade. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips, just a bunch of gibberish, and motherfuckers act like they forgot about trade. So what do you say to somebody you hate? What? Or anyone trying to bring trouble your way? One of his off things in the blood of your way? Yeah. Just study your tape of NWA. One day I was walking by with a walk. 
I always feel like that's a put on voice that Eminem does too. Like his speaking voice isn't like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have different singing and rapping voices than their regulars. I would imagine. That's true. Yeah. You're right. Mick Jagger doesn't sing the way he talks quite. Yeah. But um, speaking of him, like last year on the Rock Hall, was it last year? Which one was LL Cool J and when they could perform? Was that, was that the Rock Hall or was that the Grammys? That was the Grammys. I think it was the uh, Super Bowl halftime show is what you're thinking of. No, right? no. When he joined LL Cool J. Probably the Grammys. It was the Grammys. I think LL got a Lifetime Achievement or yeah, something. Yeah. And man, he walked on and fucking... People go nuts. It was great. Oh, yeah. That's the one with her when her did uh, that Brian Adams song, yeah. which was awesome also. So that was the Grammys. So never mind. It's the only way to make Brian Adams cool is for other people to do his music now. Yeah, even that was rough. <laughs> All right. So Brian or somebody to do it. I forget who it was. Your other song is Stan featuring Dildo. Dido. Oh. <laughs> so dumb. You're an idiot. I know. It's stupid. <laughs> Although I'm going to use it on the boat. But I like his rhyme schemes in this. I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left myself, my pager, and my home phone at the bottom. I sent two letters back in autumn. You must not have got them. There probably was a problem at the post office or something. Sometimes I scribble addresses too sloppy when I jot them. But anyways, fuck it. What's been up, man? How's your daughter? My girlfriend's pregnant too. I'm about to be a father. If I have a daughter, guess what I'm going to call her? I'm going to name her Bonnie. I read about your uncle Ronnie too, I'm sorry. I had a friend kill himself over some bitch who didn't want him. I know you probably hear this every day, but I'm your biggest fan. I even got the underground shit that you did with Scam. I got a room full of your posters. All right, and, and I, know, I now know why I don't like Eminem. Why is that? Because uh, nothing he sings about relates to me at all. <laughs> like, I can't relate to anything that he's saying. You it's, don't have it's any not, fans. You have zero fans. I have zero fans. Right. Uh, you don't have a kid named Bonnie. No. I mean, just it's, uh, yeah, not, none of that, none of that's for me. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the thing. All right. Now I'm scrolling through. You're just gonna, this is the randomizer? This is randomizer. Okay. Here's a song that's uh, very, very few listens or downloads from the iTunes Music Store. What's it called? It's called uh, Recovery. Okay. You've never heard it. Uh, we'll see. All right, here we go. You run around defenseless. There is too much to lose. That doesn't sound like him at all. I just want to be famous. But be careful. I'm sorry, the song's called Almost Famous from the album Recovery. Oh, okay. They call me Slim Roethlisberger. I go berserk up in the better post office worker. A murker with a Mossberg. I'm pissed off, get murdered like someone took a ketchup squirter, squirter to Frankfurter. For a gangster, you sure to shit your pants when you saw the chainsaw. Get to waving like a terrible towel. How things turn around when his fangs come out. Get your brains blown out. That's what I call blowing your mind when I come back. Like nut on your spine, I'm the thumbtack that you slept on, son. Now here I come screaming attack like I just stepped on one. No one to told him till he showed him. I don't mind that. Okay, now he finally sang about something I can relate to. I will put ketchup on my frankfurter. Okay, good. So <laughs> That's a Chicago thing. I don't mind that. I kind of like his, more than that stance, I kind of like his angry, highly produced stuff. Yeah. I think, I think that's where he shines. All right, here's a deep cut. Oh, also, real quick, yeah. when we were uh, shooting uh, Farm Club, and after the show, I, I came up and I said, hey, M, that's what I call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get a picture real quick? And so me and the other writer got a picture with him and him. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to send this to my mom. It's kind of a joke. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right. And then fucking bank, both middle fingers up. <laughs> you can catch it on the website. I'll put it on the uh, when this, Rock Solid. When, when this drops. drops, Sunday on Father's Day when you're not doing anything I'll do special. It right, I'll do it right now. Well, that's the one <laughs> special thing I'll do. 
All right, here's a song that has even less downloads. It's from the Marshall Mathers LP. Mm -hmm. This one's called Rhyme or Reason. Let's go. Let's see. I need to see an icon. Can't even find the page. I was writing this rhyme on. Oh, it's on the rampage. Couldn't see what I wrote. I write small. It says, ever since I drew oh, sampling zombies. White walls had a fire in my heart and a dire desire to aspire to die hard. So as long as I'm on the clock, punch it. It's probably the most money the zombies made that year. Not even joking. I'm glad I, I glad I randomly picked this one because the zombies have been on the show. I like both of these. If these are the least popular, I should really take a, 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 a larger example. Wow. Right. It reminds me of that time when uh, we, we grabbed that Sting and Shaggy album. We're all ready to shit on it. And the oh, like two we, tracks we said, it. we all bought it. We all love it. <laughs> yeah. I own, a, I own a physical copy right over there. It's great, man. I'm not even joking. I, I bought the version that has uh, four bonus tracks. Oh, nice. I think, oh, I I think sent, you sent it to me. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. I did too. Yeah, it's a great album. <laughs> all right. So we got through Eminem. Does he deserve to be in there? Yes, he does. I, I agree. Yes, I do. And I don't want to... Look, I'm... I don't hear any of this bullshit that it's not rock and roll. What was not rock and roll about that? Well, also He's sampling rock and roll. Also, we've had this discussion. The rock and roll hall of fame was their first huge mistake was calling it the rock and roll hall of fame. It should right. be the music hall of fame. It's, it's a tired argument. It's as yeah. tired as the fucking diehards, a Christmas movie bullshit, which all their hip dads think it's cool to it's talk about. Not a Christmas school. movie. Who gives a shit? You're actually dressed like John McClane today. I am. You got a tank top on. It's hot, dude. It's hot here. It's hot. Drop, you know what? Drop it like it's hot. Mm. <laughs> now, are you going to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony this year? It's in LA. Um, <clears throat> if my good friend Pat Francis can get me free tickets, I'll happily go. Here's the problem. Okay. I have- We're uh, not good friends. <laughs> well, one, uh, I already promised Nick uh, Bambach- what? Am I saying your name right, Nick? I can't. Is it Bamback or Bambach? Who I gives think it's a shit? Bambach. Is he cock blocking me on these tickets? No, here's the deal. I signed up. I to like get, Nick up until right now. I signed up to get press passes. <clears throat> okay. So I did Nick's show and we talked about the Eurythmics because mm. he, he talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. So I told him that if I got press passes, he could come here, stay at the house. We would go together and then, you know, he could report about it on his show and i reported about it on my show and so right. I, but i promised him that he's not going to the fucking wolf's party no okay let's make that right no. now let's make that he's, clear right now he doesn't get a wolf tattoo he's too young to go to the wolf party well actually he's the one we should throw to the wolves if they turn on us huh. and maybe we would win uh, when we play name that tune the next time he's <laughs> out of point. the picture good point all right sorry nick you're done so i'm getting cock blocked by nick to go to the hall of fame well, actually now look now year. now look if i don't get press passes mm -hmm. then i'm gonna buy a ticket and go because right. look at all the artists that are going to be there i know that's perfect for you i'm not dolly not, i'd like to see dolly i've never seen her i'm trying to, I'm trying to get to interview carly on here before mm -hmm. that happens i hope i can how old's carly 75 Five or seventy-six. Okay. Her and right. Dolly are about the same age. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Did she go to the plastic surgery like Dolly has? And that's not a slam on Dolly. She talks about it freely. Um. Yes, Carly did. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wish she hadn't. Yeah. Because um, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't. Sometimes it's Jane Fonda. Sure. And sometimes. 90% of the time it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and I don't judge because we live in a very visually judging business. Mm -hmm. We work in a very, so yeah. I, I understand the, especially on women, I understand the pressure. Yeah. And, but. and look, I mean, 
Mick Jagger's face is a roadmap. <laughs> And it's, everyone's cool. It's always and everyone's, been a roadmap. I know, but everyone's fine with it. So just, just take a chill pill, right, ladies? That's easy for me to say. I, it's totally. I remember, but <clears throat> when Renee's, I'm the guy who's uh, using Keeps on my hair right now to try I to keep it from. Is. It's a, a product to keep it from falling out. Yeah. Well, you might want to get your money back. You don't know that I might. If I wasn't taking it, I could be totally bald. Oh, right that's now. true. That's true. You could totally edge it right there. Yeah. But I remember when Renee Zellweger had her eyes done and she made a, an entrance on the green green carpet, red yeah. carpet or whatever. But she's too young to have it done. Well, and then everybody was like, all the, can you believe Renee Zellweger? Why would she do this? Why would she do this? And the whole, like, because you guys are fucking reporting on her face yeah, right now. Right. That's why she did it. Right. If you guys, and, you know, if you would ignore that, you know, not make it so uh, condemning and judgmental, then and, they probably wouldn't feel the pressure to do it. Meg Ryan, America's sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved Meg Ryan, mm-hmm. you know, such a cutie. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to break it down to looks, then <laughs> she had that plastic surgery, and mm-hmm. it was a—it's a disaster. No, we, and now she disaster. doesn't really work. Well, that—I mean—that could be many factors. Could be because she dates John Mellencamp. Oh, did they still? Yeah, he probably doesn't let her work. Probably not. No. He sits around, smokes cigarettes, and blows smoke in her face, and yeah. has another heart attack in the pink house. <clears throat> a little pink house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Who's, who's the next? Pink house for? You and me. Okay. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Who's, uh, who's our next artist? Um, you decide. The list? I will just go down the list that I... You go. Uh, what do you got? Oh, let's go Duran Duran. All right, cool. I went deep on this one. You did. I did go deep on this one. Absolutely, you did. And again, I love Duran Duran. But we're just going to do both of yours and both of mine. That way <clears throat> we don't go back and forth. Just do your two and my two. All right. So what's your first one? Let's go with. I gotta put on my glasses. Let's go with "Hold Back the Rain" from the 2009 uh, remastered deluxe edition of Rio. Here Uh-oh. is "Hold Back the Rain." I say that because it should sound sweet, right? Actually, you know what? Let's not do that. <laughs> Why not? What do you want to do? Let's go with friends of mine. We'll go from the first album. All right. Oh, because then you and can then compare we can and compare because I feel like they made a jump with just in those first two albums. See, this is the reason to go, just to see Andy Taylor play with the guys again. That's true. I did see Duran Duran once, but Andy Taylor wasn't with them. I saw them once, and he was with them. Oh, well, then you don't need to go. I love Andy Taylor. Right. If I get a press pass, I got to get him to sign something. You know who hates Andy Taylor? Nick. <laughs> Opie. I also said start it from 20. It's starting from 20. Is that starting from 20? Yes. Oh, I guess I gave you the wrong number. Not surprising. Does it say start from 20? Yeah. I don't think I started it. <laughs> I don't think so either. I'm going to fix it though. Enjoy it so I get it back to 20. No, that wasn't 20. Oh, it was okay. You're going to do that at the hall when they play this? Tell me when to fade it. I can fade it. 
they're not going to play this at the hall. I can tell you exactly what they're going to play. You ready? Okay, go. They're going to play Hungry Like the Wolf. Brought it. They're going to play Save a Prayer. Okay. And then they're going to play, uh, what's the, what was the big one from the wedding album? The self-titled. The wedding song? No, Ordinary World. Ordinary World. Oh, their comeback? Yeah. Man, that, boy, I didn't see that comeback coming. No. When that came out? Those are the three songs I predict. Uh, Rio, <clears throat> Hungry Like the Wolf, mm-hmm. and maybe like The Chauffeur or Planet Earth. Maybe one of That's those. That's not bad. Yeah. But do they do three or four? They usually do three. I would love Something I Should Know. Yeah. I love that song. I love Wild Boys. I know it was a hit. Wild Boys. I know it was a hit, but dig, I dig, 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 dig. Wild Boys. Right? That's Come my on. version. That's good stuff. You can buy perfect. that on iTunes. It was perfect. 49 cents. On Wild iTunes. Wolves. That's That'll be our chant. Wow, uh, hungry like the wolf. Oh yeah, I that'll be our chance. Yeah, okay. All right, next, hold back the rain. Now listen to this jump. They had the same producers on these first two albums. Yeah, I feel like they really came into their sound on Rio. This was a sophomore surge for sure. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Is that a thing? Uh, Gary Lucy coined that phrase. Oh, look we, at you. I think it was our second episode. Look of at you coming surge. around saying his name. You've matured. I'm gonna beep it out. What? I'll beep it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe not that much. <laughs> You can start this from the beginning. All right. Won't play for some reason. Here we go. There's Nick Rhodes pushing one button. See, I feel like they're getting into that. That's the guitar and yeah, Andy's uh, flexing his muscle a little bit. Yeah, on this. yeah. I feel like they do that on this album more. I feel like the first album is a little more punky. Simon LeBond's voice, I feel like, is really yeah, it's good acting on this album too. We're just te- checks. Oh my god, I was just checking my email to make sure uh, Timothy B. Schmidt has not canceled for today. Oh, okay. Are you sure Timothy B. Schmidt didn't cancel? Was that an? Are you, did he cancel? He postponed a couple weeks ago. Okay, so Timothy B. Schmidt will be in here today. He won't be in here, but he'll be on your Zoom. Yeah, I felt like that was just an excuse for you to name drop Timothy B. Schmidt. Who drops that name? You. (laughs) You're the only one who drops that name. That Mrs. B. Schmidt, his mom. The reason I brought it up. I'm going to ask him if there was another Timothy Schmidt in the music business. Yeah, yeah. Because he uses the B. Right, right. That's a good one. And then I'm going to say, and you're a grown man. Timothy? Really? (laughs) Um, Are you going deep? Are you going Poco? Are you going... I'm not ready at all. Oh, why? But you know that stuff. Uh, I'm not ready at all. Oh, okay. I I did a lot. I did some work on the airplane when we flew back for Ezra's graduation, uh-huh. and in my mind, I thought I finished all my stuff. Mm-hmm. But I no. Why don't I you really just go didn't. to iTunes and pick his least uh, favorite song, least downloaded song, and play it? I uh, I mean, I'm I have some stuff. For, I only have a half hour with them. Okay, and oh. that flies by, so I can do it. But I don't feel on paper. I usually like to have about four pages of notes, right. and then I use a page of it. But now I have about a page and a half of notes and I'm afraid it's going to be like, you know, when you're doing bad at stand up and you burn through a half hour's worth of material, <laughs> in like 10 in, minutes, in 10 minutes. And you're just like, <laughs> fuck. That was that tic-tac-toe joke. Like, uh, 
you know, I might look at him and say, so what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> so what else is going on, Timothy B. Schmidt? <laughs> yeah. All right. My first Duran Duran song is from Astronaut. That was uh, the reunion album. Mm -hmm. That's the tour I saw in 2004. And this song is called Taste the Summer. strong hello It's not bad. I don't have, I'm not that familiar with that album. It's a good album. Um, John Taylor on bass, right? Yes. Right. Everyone. It's the original uh, lineup. Okay. Like that bass, like he was doing right there. Like I could, I could see what he was doing. Like, yeah. I, but go back and listen to that bass on Rio. Dude, yeah. that's, he's a phenomenal bass player. You, man. Don't, you don't expect a guy that, uh, that girls hung up in their bedroom when they were 13 to play the bass like that yeah he's amazing i think you know i think like a lot of musicians they just you know they got the the new 80s new wave they called them the fab five which yeah. drove me fucking crazy right. but you know they're, they're poster boys so you kind of they forget are. you don't really sit and like you kind of forget they're really good musicians well he is he is yeah yeah and andy taylor is yeah i guess the drummer is simon just sings and right. nick doesn't really play keyboard nick just pushes buttons just pushes he programs his keyboard and pushes the button well that's you know there's I mean, a, I guess that's a skill. That also. I don't know how to do I that. So. so I guess yeah, it's a, a skill. Good point. That's a good point. All right. My next song is from 1988's Big Thing, which I don't think anyone ever listens to. Mm -mm. But I like that album. And this is called Too Late Marlene. Walking out of It's not bad. No, it's a good song. It's a little mellow for nine o'clock. Maybe in it the kicks morning. in. All right. <clears throat> Dolly and Duran Duran both getting inducted, and they both have new albums this year, which and is pretty pretty cool. D's in their name, and D's and D's in their bra. Hey oh. <laughs> I saw Duran Duran do a surprise parking lot uh, show. At uh, the Beverly Connection. Was it a surprise? Or, I mean, you, were you just walking down the street and they just set up? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, no, I was in Baja Fresh. What year was that? Boy, 99? Yeah, I mean, when I when I moved out here, I've talked about this before, I saw Rod Stewart play in the parking lot of uh, Tower Records on Sunset. Oh, and he played a full set. Dude, I saw Brian Setzer in his big band. I know that's not what he calls it, but yeah. his full-on backup horn section band do a full concert. And, yeah, uh, amazing. Uh, that parking lot. I saw Cracker there. I saw B&L. 
What else did I see? I saw a bunch of those in there. But just I went to Baja Fresh. I got a burrito. Mm-hmm. I walked out. I'm like, what's everybody gathered around? And all of a sudden, the reflex. I ate my burrito and yes, watched Duran Duran for 20 minutes. And again, that's why I like living out here. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> Stuff like that is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, do you like The Fix? Uh, for their hits. Okay, if I get free tickets to go see The Fix in a couple weeks, do you yeah, want to yeah. go to that? Yeah, maybe. Uh, Slim Jim Phantom is opening. Oh, I'll see that. So that it's at the El Rey. Okay. All good. Okay, Murray's in. See, now I, I I'm off the p- hook. I'm off the hook for that day. I have to pause. I have to go to the bathroom. You have to pee? Yeah, really bad. All right. Sorry. I'll be back. You come back. I'm three artists deep. Yeah. Make sure you go in the right room. There's a bedroom back there. There's a kitchen, and then there's a bathroom. Please use the bathroom. All right, Murray's gone. I don't know if I should edit at the 38 mark. I don't want to. Or if I should just uh, just keep it going. Like this. Oh, I know what I could do. I know what I can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, when you make yourself laugh, you're an idiot, but you got to do it. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Enjoy this, everybody. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, I want to give a shout out right now to U-Turn Audio. Now look, a few years back, U-Turn Audio sent me a free turntable and that got me back into vinyl. But ever since I got that turntable, I've been looking for some speakers that sounded to my ear the way my speakers did with my stereo when I was in high school. And I haven't been able to find those. Now I've purchased many speakers. Like I'll, I'll order something on Amazon, try them and they sound like crap and they go right back to Bezos's house. I actually have his address. I send them right to his house, but U-Turn Audio actually makes speakers. And just this past week, they sent me a pair. The speakers plug right into the turntable, turn on the preamp, Turn on the speakers and you are good to go. These are bookshelf size speakers, ultra low distortion amplification meets classic speaker design and they are terrific. So look, go to uturnaudio.com, click on their speakers page. They come in black. I have the black. They come in white and they come in wood tone and these things sound great. They're bookshelf size. So try these out, folks. I do not think you'll be disappointed. Now, back to the show. All right, I got to slip that in. And here's the deal. ASAP Club, that's $5 a month on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Podcast for $5. You get your episodes early and ad-free, except for that ad. What I'm talking about are the ads that Art19 puts into the show. I think they put two in the middle of the show and they put one at the end of the show. Those are the ads that you are free of. For an ad like this, in which I do an ad trade out and uh, I get something, a piece of equipment, and then I promise them that I will talk about it for 10 episodes straight, that ad is still gonna be in there. So, But $5 a month, you get episodes early and ad free. You also get to participate in our monthly Patreon curated episodes. You can send me an intro and a song of your choosing, and I will play it. I play everyone's submissions. I don't, uh, I don't skip anyone's submissions. You will also be able to win weekly prizes. Weekly prizes, things that are coming up. I got Billy Joel colored vinyl. 
I got the brand new Tears for Fears album, a copy on CD and a copy on colored vinyl. I have uh, two copies of the new Bonnie Raitt CD. I'm getting some books in soon. I've got three copies of the new Colin Hay CD. So a bunch of prizes coming up. And now we are back with Murray. How you doing, Murray? You didn't cut that out? No, I played uh, I played uh, an Ethos speaker ad that I need to insert oh, okay. into 10 episodes. And I talked a little bit about Patreon. So right now people are so mad that you went to the bathroom because that's what they, <laughs> that's that's what they had to hear. I drank a lot of coffee to wake up for this and I have to pee every five minutes. All right. And did you... Uh, did you uh, spit up a lung in there because you've been like, the whole time. <clears throat> I think I'm better now. All right. Next, yeah, next Thank band, Murray. That. Next band. Oh, Pat Benatar. And uh, what song did you pick? Did you pick a deep cut? I picked Hell is for Children. All right. Is that a deep cut? I think it's, I think it's I think a it's, deep cut. Did it chart? I don't think it charted. I think it's one of her, I think it's one of her biggest songs that she has never not played in concert. Oh, all right. Well, it's okay. Then maybe that's what Let me look it up. I'm going to okay. look it up. I'm going to do a little uh, dive on the computer <clears throat> and see if it was, if it was a single, if it wasn't released as a single, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine with it. Okay. I'll be fine with your choice. Okay. Well, what if it was released as a single and didn't crack the top 40? Uh, you know what? That song was not released as a single. <laughs> Suck it, Pat. Yeah. Let me make sure. Let me double check. It's from the Crimes of Passion album. Crimes of Passion. No, it was not released as a single. So I'll, I'll accept it. And I, and I apologize. Well, uh, apology not taken. Hell is, hell is for children. <laughs> it's about uh, child abuse. <clears throat> uh, when I had to go to those rock and roll bashing uh, things at my church, mm -hmm. like, you know, if you listen to rock and roll, you're going to hell. Yeah. They use this song. They use Hell is for Children as one of the songs. And one of the girls, and I remember we were in seventh grade. One of the girls raised her hand and said, I saw an interview with Pat Benatar. And she said that this song is about child abuse. And the guy just stood there and stared awkwardly for like 30 seconds. And he just goes, Hell is for everybody who sins. And then broke his <laughs> broke the album in half and then moved on to Kiss or ACDC. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, here's a, here's a, you okay? What happened? Drop your readers? Drop my readers. All right. Then how do you find those? Because you can't see. Would you just feel around on the floor? Murray's crawling around the floor right now. All right. Hell is for children. Great song. High point of any concert. Ah, the voice is awful though, right? Yeah, she's got a good voice. No, I'm joking. I, I know, but I'm I don't I don't I'm not a fan, so I don't listen to her. All the while. Love and pain become one in the same in the Here we go. Because hell Hell is for children. Why wasn't this a single? I don't know. It's a good song. It is. I will be recording an all Pat Benatar episode with Christy Stratton. Oh, you don't want me sitting in on that one? Mm, you just said you're not a fan. <laughs> so no. All right. Let me look up this next song. That you she picked. has an underbite. Christy Stratton does? No. Okay. Pat Benatar. Christy Stratton's got perfect teeth. Does she? Yeah. I'm surprised I haven't noticed. I'm pretty obsessed with teeth. No. Next time you see her, you won't be able to look away. All right. Uh, the next song you picked. By the way, my brother used to call thought her name was Pat Benator. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> I was going to make a stupid masturbinator joke, but I'm not going to. Really? Look, at, look who's maturing. Hmm. 
So your next song you picked to say what it is. Uh, the next song I picked is a uh, one that you're probably mad at. Uh, you Better Run, which was a single and it was a cover. Okay. But, but it only went to number 42. So it didn't chart. Right. Which is one of the reasons I brought it. And the other reason is because everybody knows the first song yeah. played on MTV was Video Killed the Radio. But this was the second. Okay. I, the second. Okay. I'm, and. I agree with you. Not to be, you know, toxic male or whatever. Super hot in that video. Leather pants, a striped shirt. She looks great. And, um, and that's okay if you're saying that with your uh, 1980 voice. How old were you in 1980? Oh, I was I 16. Nine, 10, something like that. I'm not six years older than you. There you are. So you just gave your age away. Ah, oh, damn it. Or I was lying. You're 52? 93. Are you 52? No, I'm not 50. I don't know. How. Actually, I don't know how. I have to do the math. What? You don't know how old you are? You're giving me the time. Like, Shut up. Don't talk about my age. I'm going to take your... Did you take your wallet with you when you went to the bathroom? I left it in the car. Damn it. I would have looked in it. I took my phone though. You know why? Uh, no i'm obsessed with steps oh okay I'm, so i'm getting steps even if i like go to the bathroom while you're and, peeing yeah well I, I, i'll walk in a circle around your toilet you'll did, see i missed did you circle jerk my toilet <laughs> all right i don't like all right. that at all you By better way, run on the boat happy father's day everybody on the boat fifteen thousand steps a day that's amazing but you're actually sweating the most on stage what's your turn Cover's better than the original, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Is it the Young Rascals? Yep. So her drummer on these first four or five albums, Myron Grombacher, you can walk right down to Ventura Boulevard from the house and you can say hello to him. He sells cars at the Porsche dealership. I... It's either her, it's either him mm -hmm. or Joan Jett's drummer. I sold a motorcycle too when I first moved to town. I sold my Moto Guzzi T3 78. Well, this guy has red hair. Riders. I think you're thinking of Tommy Price, maybe. Is that Joan Jett's? For a long, long time, he was. Man, I really feel like it was Pat Benatar. Ask him next time you're down at the Porsche dealership if, if he bought a motorcycle. Motorcycle from Murray Villar. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, my, I think my song that I. Pick might be a cover too. Let me look. Oh well, has Geraldo been with her since day one? Uh, I believe so. And I mean, Greg Geraldo, the deceased comedian. <laughs> Are they married or no? Uh, nope, this is an original. Yeah, they're married. Okay, is he getting in? Yeah, the two of them are getting. Didn't in. Didn't she lobby for that or something? I think she probably did. Yeah, does he co-write all the songs? Uh, well, the next song I'm going to play, he wrote by himself. So he's, he, he produces the albums. He's, he's involved. Oh, is he main producer on the albums? Yeah, he's pretty okay. involved. Okay. He's pretty involved with the sound. I mean, he deserves it. I like to make fun that he doesn't. But, he, um, didn't he give you an attitude one time at a concert and like wouldn't sign your, was that yeah, him? They were both not nice. Oh, well then what are we fucking spending all this time praising her for? Uh, when I, I swear to God, when I interview them, you I'm going to tell them the story about them not signing my autograph. You're going to tell them the story about my brother, Tony saying Pat Benader. I'm going to tell him that. I'm going to also say, and I think your drummer bought a <laughs> motorcycle. From, okay, this song is written by Neil Giraldo. It's from the album Precious Time, and this is called It's a Tough Life.
little bit of reggae in there. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that. All right. I have to be honest. I don't know if I agree with her being in the Rock Hall. For what reason? Uh, I don't know. Well, I always, you know, since there are no specific rules mm-hmm. about letting them in, except you had to have, release an album 25 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hear, and look, but I should, I'm all for more women being inducted. I am 100%. So I'll back her on that. But I don't, I don't hear anybody saying, you know, I always go with influence and I don't hear anybody saying, oh, when I heard Pat Benatar for the first time, I, I knew I wanted to be a uh, musician. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, I feel like other women get that credit, like Stevie and, you know, even yeah. Dolly. And so that's, that's what I base my criteria on. And I don't, I don't think I've ever heard that. What about any, uh, any singer back in the day who wore a headband and a spandex uh, pants? Well, that could be the chick from, uh, um, you know, the other girl. Yeah. I used to get oh, them yeah. confused. Oh, yeah, that person. The Motels. What's her name? Martha Davis. Martha Davis. All right. Or Quarter Flash. That's she, what I was thinking. I was thinking she, of Quarter Flash. She, Pat Benatar won the Grammy Award for Best Female Rock Vocal four years in a row. All right. That's impressive. That is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. All right. My next song for Pat Benatar is from 1988. The album is Wide Awake in Dreamland, and the song is called Cool Zero. But I should say this. I don't know who I would replace her with from that era. Okay. So. Cool Zero. From subway walls Spray like bullets into concrete face Everywhere you turn Knuckles are cracking Suburban monkeys break Ghetto habits Body guns loaded for a die See them shed their celebrity skin For a life of trash and crime Cool zero You wanna go We got Nick Gilder on background vocals on Cool Zero, or, oh, although yeah. I didn't hear many background vocals in that mix. I did, but it was hers. Yeah, yeah, she oversang. Yeah. That song was written by Neil Gerardo and the aforementioned Myram Grombacher, who uh, bought a motorcycle from... Moto Guzzi. I will say this, if you were to play me that song without telling me who it was, I, I would say, oh, that's Pat Benatar, so that's a good sign. You I can think. tell. You yeah. can tell when it's so her. It definitely does have, she does have a distinctive voice. Again, I don't know if she should be, but again, I don't know who I would replace her with. I understand. Who's next? I don't agree with you. You're the mix. All right. You, you, you picked one of their biggest songs. What? This song that you picked is, it's huge. That was huge. I, yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I talked about this song with, um, Timothy B. Schmidt. No, you know if I can drop that name again, I can't pull any names with Dave Stewart. You know who plays on this song? Tell them what the song is first. Uh, sisters are doing it for themselves with uh, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. And then here's the backing band. Are you ready? On drums, Stan Lynch oh. from the Heartbreakers. Yeah, yeah. On lead guitar, Mike Campbell oh. from the Heartbreakers. On organ, Ben Montench okay. from the Heartbreakers. And on bass, Nathan East. Oh, what happened to Howie? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. We know where he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea that was the backing vocal. Yeah. I was going to say the you backing just said, band. Backing band. Yeah. I should have said you should have. And then Dave, Annie, and Aretha. Can you imagine all those people in the studio together? That's a lot of greatness right there. That's unbelievable. I'm not familiar with the bass player though. 
Nathan East, I think he's, I think he, I mean, he has his own Wikipedia page. So okay. want me to give you some stats on this guy? Yeah, maybe. How much time we have before Timothy he's gets He's an African-American here? gentleman, and he has played with everyone from Bobby Womack, mm-hmm. Eric Clapton, Michael Jackson, Joe Satriani, uh, Phil Collins, Ringo Starr, Stevie Wonder, Toto. She's got, he's, he's got chops. Chick Corea, Herbie mm-hmm. Hancock. So yeah, he's new on the scene. For the record, with my picks. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the note about deep tracks until I had already started pulling songs. I'm going to find it and then I'm going to post it. I'm going to go, Murray lied. Murray's <laughs> no, a liar. No, I'd already started pulling songs, I think. Sisters are doing it for themselves. If you've never heard it before, it's Rock Solid exclusive. <laughs> I would have never thought in a million years Stan Lynch would be playing drums on this. Yeah. But there's a there's a uh, Dave Stewart Heartbreakers connection. Exactly. So yeah. it makes sense in that realm. But but it's like it doesn't sound like what he normally does. Yeah, that's true. True. Is he retired? No. Didn't he join Mike Campbell's side trip? And yeah, the dirty knobs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In my defense, I'm all for uh, empowering women, <laughs> and I've often been referred to as one of the girls. You know that. Yeah. Um, and I don't think this song gets played a lot, even though it was a hit back then. Like. It doesn't get, you know, if you're getting two songs from the Eurythmics on the radio these days. I feel like you're going to follow it up then and ruin everything by saying, and Annie Lennox is so hot. Dude, I would, oh, man, <laughs> if I could just. Now, in your defense, mm-hmm. this song did not chart as high. Like, if you would have told me that was a number one song, mm-hmm. I would have said, of course it is. See, I didn't think so. Of course. But here's where it went. It only went to number 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 nine in the uk okay but number 18 in the u.s on uh u.s hot yeah hot billboard top, okay yeah okay. top 40 that's pretty good yeah but i mean I your mean, top 20 yeah but i mean it feels like it should be up there higher i don't know i don't know All right. i mean i like it but like i said you're not gonna get like the reason i picked that song is you're not gonna get that on radio no you're, you're gonna get sweet dreams yeah. and you're gonna get ma- i wanted to bring missionary man because that's my favorite oh, so good but that's but that's a major hit so those are the two you're gonna get now that's the reason that i another reason i want to go to the rock and roll hall of fame ceremony is to see eurythmics perform yeah i would do that i, I would love to see, well to be honest with you i'd love to see dolly duran duran and uh lionel richie and pat benatar in rhythmics. I think that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is going to cause Eurythmics to tour next summer. I hope so. And if they are, I'm fucking there, man. I would love to see that. It's interesting because I'm more of an Annie Lennox solo fan mm-hmm. and a Dave mm-hmm. Stewart. And, a, you know, I remember I, I, I just bought the Spiritual Cowboys album and he came into my restaurant like the day later yeah. with, I think he was still with one of the Bananaramas. I think are they still together? I think maybe they are. Oh, that would be great. That's a good story. Yeah. You don't hear long, you know, long marriages in rock and roll. Well, that interview will drop. Uh, well, you have already heard it by the time you hear this, but he was right. really great. The comic I just worked with uh, wrote a sketch for Dave Stewart on a, he's Canadian. Okay. And he wrote a, like he went in, like the pitch was, 
the sketch was he went in and pitched his like, hey, can my band play on the Tonight Show? He's like, no, idiot, you can't, your band can't play. <laughs> and I was like, all right. So he goes back to tell his band, and his band is Dave Stewart slash, oh. and I want to say Sting, but I could be wrong. That's great. And they're all wearing the shirt, and they're like, oh, I guess we got to give the shirt back. Oh, that's great. <laughs> like, I like a great it. sketch. Did that get uh, produced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada, some some show in Canada. Maybe oh. it was off uh, this hour's twenty two minutes. I'm not sure. Now your next song is deep. You picked a song from their debut album, In the Garden. Yeah, I like this one a lot. And the song is Belinda. Here we go. This first album is really good. Yeah. Released as a single, didn't chart anywhere. But that's okay with you, right? Yes. I don't think anything charted off their first album, did it? First single went to number 63 in the UK, so yeah. no. What was their original band? Uh, the Tourists. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they did a cover of something that charted, right? Yeah, they did a cover of the Dusty Springfield and basically Roller song, I Only Want to Be With You. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. I almost brought that. That's The Tourists. <laughs> so it doesn't surprise me that you would have. <laughs> I yeah. have it, so let's hear a little bit of it, because why not? Oh, okay, sure. Why not? Why not? You don't have to pee again for another 15 minutes. Yeah, because you chugged that uh, you chugged that coffee down. I did. I yeah. thought coffee was a diuretic. That's what a diuretic is. I thought it makes you poop. I thought it makes you pee. Either way, I hate this conversation. <laughs> Dusty Springfield. Oh, right, right, right. It was in my ramp up. I tuned you I had out. To pull it out of my brain. Tuned you out. How come I get uh, emails from uh, alerting me that somebody tweeted who I don't follow? I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should get off Twitter. I should. Could you do it? Could you just delete your account? Um, Twitter, yeah. Tell you what, right now, if you delete your account, I'll delete my account. Well, I don't want to. I enjoy it still. <laughs> right. Okay. But if you would have, I would have done, if you would delete your account right now, I'd delete mine. All right. I don't. Okay. Do you want to? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't see if, I don't, all right. I'm not, I'm not what am I all taking right. a stand? Right. I don't care if Elon Musk buys it, which he's not going to, but I don't care. All right. My next two Eurythmics songs mm -hmm. are definitely deep tracks. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, I don't know, about 10, I don't know, 2005, I think they re-released all their albums remastered on CD with bonus tracks. Mm -hmm. And everyone has a bonus track that is a cover that they recorded. Okay. So these are two covers. Okay. This first one is from the Peace album from 1999. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're just going to, you're just going to know. Okay. Already? Follow me 
Oh, nice. Because there's something in the air. We've got to get together sooner Watch your or tapping. later. Because the revolution I can hear your tapping. Oh. I can hear you telling everyone about it in the microphone. <laughs> what do you think of this? It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. I just love the original so much, though. I love Tom Petty's remake. What? He never does anything. Every remake he does sounds exactly like the first version. I like his So version. You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star sounds like the Birds version. That one sounds like, uh, who was it, Blues Image who did that originally? Thunderclap Newman. Thunderclap Newman? Yeah, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it sounds exactly. I love that Thunderclap Newman open tuning on that guitar. You know, I love the build on it. I mean, that was cool, but. You know who produced that Thunderclap Newman album? I do, and I can't pull it. I'll give you a hint. Hello. <laughs> it's Pete Townsend. That was Pete Townsend? Hello. That could have been any British musician. I was like, is that Ian Hunter? What if he said the C word after he said hello? Then did you know it was Pete Townsend? Hello, cancer? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, here's another cover. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? Hey, Lennox, I've had a crush on you for 30 years, but I am out. Hello. the doors yeah, I got it <laughs> you know who produced that album hello hello Dave Stewart you know what they say to that cover goodbye oh that was not good deep tracks yeah deep it up I'm down for the I'm down for the thunderclap Newman didn't like the doors it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right. You're up next. All right. What, what do you have for me? We used to do the Eurythmics. Well, we're going to Lionel Richie. All right. And what sucks about Lionel Richie is every song I picked was a hit. Like, I didn't know Penny Lover was such a huge hit, and I love that song. And that's the song you picked? No, I didn't. All right. And I, and I, love, uh, I love his biggest hit. Uh, uh, Dancing on the Ceiling? No, the other one. He had tons of big hits. But the one that MTV, that everybody played. Uh, hello? No, party, caramba, fiesta, forever. Um, dance on the ceiling? No, Penny Lover. I don't know. What's your song? The fucking you? song. It, it, I know Penny Lover. No, not that one. The one I'm thinking of. Everybody, everybody is punching their iPod right now. It's a Lionel Richie song. Yeah, it's the it's the one from the '80s that got all the fucking video play. It's a huge hit. It's a massive hit. Probably his biggest. Isn't it? I think it's dancing on the ceiling all night long. All night long. All right. So what did you pick? I throw myself out the window. What song did you pick? Dancing on the Ceiling. That is what you picked? No, you I, picked, I picked Can't Slow Down. Off the, t- I believe that's a title track. All right, let me find it. You didn't prep? No, I... Uh, oh, man, you're fucked I, with Timothy B. Schmidt. Oh, I am so you did prep for this, man. Can't Slow Down, right? Mm-hmm. I thought you picked, what's the other song you picked? Uh, 
Love will find a way. Okay, the Let, cover of the Yes song. Can we do? Can we do that one first? Love will find a way. All right, well, I pick because I have that one queued up. Okay. Okay. Here, here, here it is. the right song love will find a way i guess so i took a deep dive on this one this is pablo cruz you idiot i know i don't know any of this all right so it's not that that's not lionel richie that's not lionel richie okay is it this one it's a no that's the yes cover he does a cover of this This is not the song you chose. No. All right. I actually like this song better than one. Feeling down lonely. Feeling like you can't go See, this is why I don't randomly like to pick a fucking song on your deep tracks things. Because they're terrible. <laughs> you you randomly picked this one. Yes. Tell me, are you going through changes? It's all the same album. This is the only album I know. This song's not good. It's not that bad. I don't like it. I see the tears you cry. I see the pain. All right, I'm gonna move on to the, your next song. You know, Mike Beats is gonna hear this and he's gonna he's gonna be mad. Tweet at me on why Lionel Richie is a genius and I should know more of his stuff. Yeah, he's a genius, but we just I know, yeah, but I don't. Again, all right. Here's can't slow down title track. You pick this too. This one reminded me of the the movie Running Scared. Oh yeah, I can hear that. You think that movie holds up? Oh yeah, totally. Oh it does. You oh, think I, so? I've seen it recently. I would think that it doesn't at all. Why did that movie not get a sequel too? I feel like it should have. Well, there's another uh, movie called The Same Thing. I get really excited, but it has like Selena Gomez in it or something. It bumps me up. See, this is the album I know. It's got All yeah. Night Long, Penny Lover, Hello. It's got the big hits, and then it's got the two duds that you picked. Well, I like the, I like the opening track. It's not bad. I could have picked Stuck on You. Was that, would that have been better? That That's actually his most downloaded song off of that album. So I couldn't have picked Stuck it. Stuck on you. Oh, okay. right, right. I love that. I did pick it, and I pulled it. That's right. Why would you pull it? Because it was a hit. All right. Now, I'm looking for... Uh, I'm what did you for pick, some- fucking... Captain of the Lionel Richie fan club. I gotta be honest, I don't have a song for Lionel Richie. I don't have a, a Lionel Richie song. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull some deep track here. All right. I'm gonna go to his debut album, self-titled Lionel Richie. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna play the two songs that are not uh popular. <laughs> this is the one that kicks off the album. It's called Serves You Right. You said we Sounds good. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Deep cut. You're better at picking the deep cuts than I am. I just picked it right now. So did I, and I got. You got two duds. No, I like stuck on you. You didn't play stuck on you. All right. Can't slow down. I like can't slow down. I like this song a lot. I'm gonna buy this album. What album is that? 
It's his uh, self-titled debut album. Oh, okay. The big songs on that are Truly mm -hmm. and uh, My Love. Mm -hmm. Those are the two big ones. Okay. I'm going to go with... Here's and you're randomly just doing this? I'm randomly doing why it. Did, well, then why didn't we just do this instead of me fucking randomly picking them three I, days this ago? This is like the only artist I didn't pick songs from. All okay. Right. This is another song off this like album. I a lot of work I shouldn't, didn't have to do this, for this. This is called Tell Me. I like this too. It's not bad. Where do we go? Which album is this? This is the self-titled album still. We gotta get this album. You should see this album cover. Oh, I did. That's the one. It's like purple. No, it's yellow background. It's just him in a sweater with his hands in his pocket. Oh, that's what I meant. Terrible. Wait a minute. What? A yellow background with his hands in his pocket. You said purple. Yeah. And then you said, that's what I meant. That's the album. Not even this. It's the not album. Even close. But that's the album cover I was referring. I thought it was. Is, is no the sweater purple? purple? Is the sweater purple? No, it's green. There's no purple. He's in got there. white pants on. There's no purple in there. It, that's the one I was thinking. His of, shirt though. might be purple, but oh, it's just the collar sticking out. Well, there you go. I can't give it to you. <laughs> that's the album I was All thinking. Right, let's of. I move thought on. It was more let's purple. move on. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Carly Simon's next. What did I do on this one? I can tell you what you did. You picked a single, <laughs> but it didn't chart high. Hold on. Let me see that cover album. Let me see that album. Lionel Richie? First album, yeah. Look it up. Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah. There's no purple in there at all. No. But that's the one I meant. Actually, you know what? That's not the one I meant. Which Get your phone away from that microphone. Oh, sorry. So Which stupid. What did I mean? You're so stupid. You're so stupid. Why are you so stupid? Why are you a dummy? I'm not stupid. I'm fluffy. Why are you is that a, Is that a thing? Oh, no. No? That's not how it goes? Wow. We just, they just made it racist. Oh, boy. And fat shaming. Well, look, happy Father's Day. All right, what's your first Carly Simon song? Oh, I'm trying to figure out what Lionel Richie. I'm asking him a question. question. I was thinking. People of, don't want to hear you looking on your oh, phone. Oh, well, Simpsons, he has a purple when he was okay. on The Simpsons. All Maybe right. that's what I was thinking of. Anyway, I like Lionel Richie, and I got to get that first album. That first album sounds great. Yeah, it's, uh, I remember guys in college had that, and that was like, they played it all the time. I'm like, you pussies. But um, they, got, they got chicks. So. Well, I went with Vengeance. Okay, for Carly the song Simon. Vengeance. Now, again. From the album Spy. This was a single, but it only went to number 48. Right, so that's why All I figured right. I could, it was okay to bring it. Yeah, I'll play it. Again, I, a, a, a total Pat Francis artist, not a Murray artist. All right. Here's much, but I like, I like Carly Simon, but I don't. Here's Vengeance. You like this album cover? Is this Plain Possum? No, it's, no, but that album cover is, uh. Oh, is this the one with the hat and the... Yeah, just down over one eye? Yeah. That's the part you're talking about, right? Sure. Okay. I hope she shows up. I don't know if she'll perform there. She has stage fright. Wild stage fright. Really? Yeah. That's so interesting. How is this not a hit in 1979? Again, if you were to play this for me, I could be like Carly Simon. You know what I mean? So she does have, again, I don't know. I think she deserves to be in more than Pat Benader. Mm -hmm. But, um, and no offense to Pat, if you're listening to this, uh, prepping for Pat Francis's interview with you, no offense to you. <laughs> no, I, um, nothing scheduled. 
Um, but yeah, I, I, I think Harley deserves to be in a little more. I don't, but I don't know if right. she deserves to be in. Now, the next song you picked, it went to number 13 on the top 40 charts. <laughs> well, the only reason I picked it is because for the longest time, I only knew it as a ketchup commercial. This is twice we've talked about ketchup today. Eminem put ketchup on his Frankfurter, and now this. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a theme. Well, this is an undeniable song, so let's listen to it. Now, this is, she wrote this while she was waiting for, let me, I gotta pause it so I can tell you this. Cat Stevens was coming over to her house for dinner and, mm-hmm. And ketchup on his Frankfurter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you idiot. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. And so he was running late. Mm-hmm. So she was waiting for him. So she just picked up her guitar and she decided that she would try to sing or try to write a song mm-hmm. in the style that he would sing in. Mm-hmm. And um, I think this story, I think this was in her book or maybe in an interview I heard. And I guess when he got there, he heard her through the door and listened for a while. And I think he thought she was making fun of him. Mm. But then still. Did he wage a jihad on her? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, it's what he did to fucking Salman Rushdie. <laughs> What to say? Happy Father's we Day. <laughs> can never know about the days to come. See, Carly's a singer-songwriter. Absolutely. She's got a great voice. She can write a great song. This is 1971. Is that 50 years ago? Yes. 51 years ago. And I wonder if She's probably like 24 here or something. Yeah, right. Do you ever think about that? Like these. Mega rock stars, they're like 22. I'm like, well, what was I doing when I was 22? Besides, I mean, nothing. Yeah, they really had an eye on the prize, or they were just old souls. Mm-hmm. This is where they pour the bottle of Heinz 57 and they're just waiting. Yeah, on top of Cat Stevens' crotch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I lost. I lost all respect for Cat Stevens when he when he uh, backed the murder of Salman Rushdie. Like I just lost it. People lost, forget about it now. Yeah, but I lost all respect, and that's what that shot was about. That's what that joke was about. All right. No offense I, to Carly. I don't want to take from her uh, from her moment in the sun it. here on Rock Solid. I get it. All right. This is from Carly's 1985 album. It's a very 80s album. It's okay. called Spoiled Girl. Is the album. And I picked the title track, Spoiled Girl. And you'll hear that it's very 80s. I have great uh, fond memories. Why didn't I just say fond memories? Why did I say great fond memories? I have fond memories of this album because uh, in 1985, I went to the beach. I went with my friends Linda and Maggie Pat. Two ladies. And then my cousin Jimmy went with us too. I don't have fond memories of him. But anyway. Maggie Pat? Maggie Pat. P-A-T-T. Is her last name. Those names don't go together. Linda Peters and Maggie Pat. Was Maggie Pat her first and second name? Do you call her Maggie Pat? Maggie is her first name. And Pat's her last name. Yeah, P-A-T-T. Oh, I can see that. Because you're always Pat Francis. (laughs) You're never Pat. No, everyone calls me Pat Francis. Right, and she's Maggie Pat, I'm sure. Yeah, everyone kind of does call her Maggie Pat. Mm -hmm. So so Maggie's uh, family um, had a a beach house on the beach in Ocean City, Maryland. That's how it works. And they were, uh, and I was invited to go with them. They go, oh yeah, we're we're going to the beach house for a week. Do you want Lake to, Ocean, uh, Ocean City, Maryland. Oh, okay. On the ocean. That. Sorry. And they said, uh, and they were. It was just like spur of the moment. They're like, "Do you want to go?" I'm like, uh, "Again, 
let me ask my parents. I mean, it was 1985, but I was at the house for the summer. So I was like, can I go to Maggie Pat's beach house? Now, Maggie Pat's dad had uh, some cash. Okay. So my parents were like, of course, go. You should definitely have to go. You want to rob them? <laughs> I don't know. They just thought that'll be a really nice okay. place. So, uh, so we went and it rained every day. Mm. But the only cassette we had in the car there and back was this album. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Well, if you had a lot of money, you could have bought another one. It was still fun, though. Yeah? Yeah, why didn't Maggie Pat's dad buy a bunch of cassettes for us? He had the money. Apparently. <laughs> okay, here we go. Spoiled Girl is the song. When you this goes out to Maggie Pat. She's a spoiled girl from all her dad's you money. She actually wasn't. She's very nice. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, that was a joke. Okay. Bring your boat material. <laughs> what do you think of this? It's not that 80s. You don't think so? It's definitely 80s for her. Oh, yeah, it's 80s. <laughs> Sorry, I spoke too soon. All right, so that's my deep track. Okay. I got another one. Is it deep? Yeah, I think so. It's from a it's from a soundtrack album. Uh, I'm going to ask you if you've seen this movie, and I'm going to ask, much like uh, Running Scared, I wonder if this movie holds up. What era are we looking at? 1986. Okay, I was just starting to go to movies. So okay, you were just comedy or drama. It's like a little bit of both because when I tell you, you call it a dramedy. It stars Tom Hanks, okay, and Jackie Gleason. Oh, nothing in common. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So, I mean, it has comedy elements. Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. I think at the heart, maybe it's a drama more. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. All right. So this was a song from the soundtrack. Okay. Called "If It Wasn't Love." Okay, boy, and that's I, a that's a deep cut for Tom deep. Hanks too. It's, yeah, I haven't seen this movie. I, I remember at the theater. I might have seen it two or three times. I really mm. liked it, yeah. but I don't think I've seen it since. Yeah, I think I might have seen it once, and that's it. All right, here we go. And I might it, be confusing it with the man with one red shoe. If it wasn't love. Why won't it play? Maybe because it's no good. Funny sometimes how you think. This takes me right back to being in a theater. I think this might play like over the closing credits. Or maybe it's a montage of him and the, the, the love interest. Who's love interest? Jackie Gleason. I think it's Bess Armstrong. Oh, I don't even know that name. Celia Ward was in it, and Bess Armstrong was his love interest. All right. Would I know Bess Armstrong from anything? Yeah, I'm looking it up. You would know her from um, Jaws 3D. Oh yeah, this time it's personal. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, let me see what were, what was her big thing that she was in. I think more more known for television. What's what's the she was in a show that was she was like the lead for a couple seasons. One Tree Hill. Oh yeah, I never watched that. She's on the nanny for four seasons. My so called life. Never watched any of that. Uh, that was late. Oh, she got it. 
a lot in the late early nineties, huh? Yeah, yeah. And she's currently um she's currently on the show I Love That for You. She plays Vanessa Bayer's mom. Oh, is that Vanessa Bayer's new show? Yes. Is it any good? I love it. I like her. Uh, she makes her and Molly Shannon, they crack oh, me up. I like up. Molly Shannon too. They crack me up so much. I can't take it. Oh, I'm nice. laughing like so hard when I, I watch it. I have to check that out. I, I always liked her. I don't, I don't feel like she got utilized enough on Saturday Night Live. No, no. She's, she's really good. All right. Uh, is this our last artist? It is. Dolly. All right. DP. Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm dirty. Don't. Don't. Right. Now this song, this is, these are both deep. I went deep on this one. I went I deep on this one. I know a little bit more about her than I do Lionel Richie. All right. Is that it? Well, I'm waiting for you oh, to Oh, well, no, I picked song. her first single. This is her first single. She wrote this at like 15, I think, or something yeah. like that. And it didn't chart at all. No, and it's a, you can hear it. It's an old timey sounding recording. Yeah, totally. It must have been 1950 something when she wrote it, I think. Let me bring it up. What's it called? It's called Puppy Love. I'm going to play it while you look stuff up. Okay. Sounds like a Jack White album now. Yeah, totally. She wrote that at 11 with her uncle Bill Owens. Released 1959. Wow. And then they did a re release on it in 88 from the Queens of Country album. Same version though, or did she redo it? That I don't know. I'm just kind of pulling it off the, uh, the Wikipedia page. All right. Puppy Love. All right. That's pretty Not bad. No. For an 11 year old. Your next song is from 1980. What did I bring? 42 years ago. What did I bring? Oh, Jeannie, Jeannie's afraid of the dark. What do you know about this? Dude, what's have up you heard with this fucking song? No, what's up with Jeannie? Oh, she's afraid of the dark. Why? And she's a little girl, and then she dies. Oh, it's awful. It's a story song. It's a story song. The, so she eventually goes into the light. Yeah, and then they leave a candle on her gravestone because she's afraid of the dark. It's fucking awful. What? Why is this a song? Okay, here we go. Jeannie's afraid of the dark. I know. I'm overselling it. We know the ending. <laughs> In the summer, we took some flowers to place on some old family graves. Oh, boy. Jeannie said, Mommy, ain't it dark in the ground? Oh, Daddy, I'd be so afraid. Well, get ready, Jeannie. She looked up at her (laughs) daddy and me and said something that broke both our hearts. Uh Uh-oh. She said, when I die, please don't bury me, cause Jeannie's afraid of the dark. So they just keep her, like, they don't bury her, they just keep her in the house? Well, no, 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 they bury her later. Well, they bury her in the last, uh, on the last track. Jeannie was always This is Porter Wagner. What is this bullshit? And we never could understand why. Oh, shut up. This is this guy's talk. I don't like talking Jeannie in the middle of my song. That's what all countries are. Well, you talk through every fucking song you play on the show. was our only And listen, this is where she dies. And listen, it's Phil Rizzuto. <laughs> this is where she dies. Perhaps it was death that she was so afraid of. Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> it took her one dark, stormy night. I think we always knew that 
We'd never see Jeannie groan. What? Was she sick all her life? It seemed that she was Sometimes destined to Sometimes you can just tell. She, see, she was destined to die. Yeah. But on Jeannie's grave, we placed an eternal flame that glows and never loses its spark. This is, how are you not and straining your face night, rolling your eyes? There's always a light, cause Jeannie's afraid of the dark. Our Jeannie's afraid of oh my God. the dark. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Wow, we played that whole song. Well, that's because you got to go back, you know, that's Porter Wagner. This album was released in like 68, and so Porter Wagner really gave Dolly Parton her start. Right. So we had to go. Had to and go he had to wedge his voice in there. Into everything. Wow. So, yeah, Genius Afraid Dark. Is that is that an encore song? Is that a closer <laughs> That's an opener. I mean, I what, walk the room. why was Jeannie? I wouldn't need a lot more backstory on here. Why was she destined to die? Well, I th- believe we all are destined to die. Yeah, but not as a kid. Yeah, I don't know. Did she have uh, consumption? I, she had the polio. She had the she had the bleeds. <laughs> you remember that from The Simpsons? I don't Kurt, remember that. What is his name? Cletus the yokel. <laughs> he said, "Our our smell hound has the bleeds." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, the only the only character I know from The Simpsons is uh, Michael Bagford. Hey, everybody, it's Michael Bagford. <laughs> it's the only character I know. All right, so Dolly has a brand new album out in 2022. It's called Run, Rose, Run. Mm-hmm. So I just chose two songs okay, off of that cool. because yeah, yeah, I we don't know it. these songs. Yeah, I haven't heard it. First one's called Run. Let's see how she sounds in 2022. Is it called Can't Slow Down? Is that the line where you want to pull? Run, run, run. It's called Run. When you find yourself in a mess of trouble, trapped amongst the trash and rubble, praying for relief but getting none. Sounds like Dolly. That does. You want to stop to sing the voice for sure. You just don't know exactly how to find your opportunity and run. Run, run, and run some more. Clear the premises before the same old problems pull you back again. Run, run, and just keep going Till you get to where you're going You can rest, catch your breath Know how it feels to win Oh, run, run, run All right, run. It's not run bad. From it's run, definitely, Dolly. Run. Sure. definitely a Dolly song. By the way, ASAP Club, you're not going to get this episode early because I want it to be a surprise on yeah. Father's Day. The S in ASAP Club stands for suck it. Yeah. This is, my, this is our gift to you. All right, the next song, and this features a guy, but I don't know who the guy is. I guess I should look it up. T.I.? If it's Porter Wagner. He's long dead, right? I think he's gone. Yeah, I think he's gone. Is it T-Pain? <laughs> what if it was just... What if it was, what if it was Eminem? Eminem. Could oh, be. Man, I, I feel be like great. she would work with Eminem. Oh, yeah. I feel like she'd work with him. You know... And, and she didn't want to be in this year. She yeah. requested not to be. And as soon as she requested, I'm like, she's in. Yeah. You know... Uh, um, What's his face? Peter Gabriel wanted her to sing... Um, uh, don't give don't up. Give up, and she turned it down. Well, I think I th- think it was better with Kate Bush. Yes, but it just really works. For no, me. I, first of all, Kate Bush, come on, amazing. But that song I, makes me cry. Oh, it's so oh great. Jesus Christ, dude! They're li- the live version is great. Off Secret so World Live awesome. with what's with Where Have All the Cowboys Gone, Chick? Uh, now is it Natalie Cole? No. <laughs> Cole, Paula Cole. Paula Cole. I was close. Right. I was getting there. Let me get there. All Sometimes right. I just got to get there. It's okay. All you right. worked it out. Um, but I feel like I feel like today, if 
if he didn't record if he recorded that song today, I feel like Dolly Parton would would do it today. Yeah. I just don't feel like she did it would did it back then. Yeah. Although she did a lot of duets. But well, they're all uh, kind of in her wheelhouse though. I feel like that was not in her wheelhouse. Meatloaf wanted Melissa Etheridge to sing the duet I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. Mm -hmm. Didn't work out. Hey. I won, so when I'm bored on the boats, mm -hmm. I go to their Name That Tunes, okay. and I won the Beatles' Name That Tune. Of course. But I can't win, because I'm a performer, so I, I had to give the trophy to the second place. There's a trophy? There's a little trophy. I would keep it. Well, I couldn't take it, because I, I can't technically win, because I'm a, an employee of the boat. Whoever you gave it to should then give it to you. Well, that's what I said. I said, you can have this trophy, but there's an asterisk with it. Yeah. And then really win. I didn't win the classic rock name that tune because I didn't recognize Bat Out of Hell. Hmm. And they played from the beginning? They played that opening, like, I don't know, what would you call that? A pre, I don't know what you call that. No. Hmm. Let's see how tricky it is. Let's look right. it up before we play our last Donnie, Dolly song. Donnie? What about Dolly and Marie? Should they tour again? Is she... She's yeah, she's still around, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you said Bad Out of Hell. Bad Out of Hell. Okay. Yeah, I mean the song's nine minutes and fifty-two seconds. This is what you didn't know. Yeah. Like at first I'm like, is that a deep cut for me a low? Like, I mean, I mean, obviously, I would like to think that I would know it, but I could see not knowing it. Yeah, because I know the, you know, once you get into it and the hook. Right. I think this goes on for like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's a 10 minute song. Yeah. Let's just play it all. <laughs> The cool thing, real quick, the cool th two things I learned. Well, you know who Hurry, won, real quick. Who won the Hurry name that tune was a 16-year-old. Wow, for that's classic amazing. rock, which that's is really amazing. cool. And he won it on a tiebreaker for uh, Guns N' Roses. But I also learned, I went up and I went to the, because they were going to do the Beatles name that tune mm -hmm. thing again. And so I went up to the DJ and I'm like, hey, man, on the next Beatles name that tune, are you going to switch up the songs? Mm -hmm. Or is it going to be different? And he's like, no, it's going to be the same. I'm like, oh. Yeah, lazy. Yeah, I'm like, he's like, yeah, that's all we have. In mm -hmm. the program, I'm like, oh, do you want to use my iPhone? <laughs> we can we can make this fun. And he said, no, they can only play. They have to license all their songs that they play on that ship. Wow, I didn't know that. So like the all the you know the music that they do in the plays. And I'm all surprised the stuff they're even pipe. playing Beatles music. It's probably so expensive. Well, I, I guess not because in all the music they pipe in is yeah. all all play. And by the way, they're playing some great. Like I was surprised they're playing Nick Lowe and wow. some really really obscure stuff. And That's probably cool. because they got it cheap. Now that I think about right. it. But uh, the music they're piping in uh, was great. So I had no idea they had to license all that. So they couldn't even use my iPad if they wanted to. Damn. I don't think I'm telling tales out of school on that. <laughs> okay, here's the other Dolly Parton song that I chose from Run, Rose, Run. It's called Lost and Found. And she sings it with a guy named Joe Nichols. And let me click and see where Joe Nichols is. He's 45 years old. You know what I know about so Joe she's Nichols? she's robbing, robbing the cradle on this one. And... Um, Nichols began his career with the rodeo band. Well, that doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing on him. It says here, Joe Nichols is afraid of the dark. Ooh. Uh-oh. Well, he's not long his for this days world. are numbered. This is called Lost and Found. 
His single, Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off, sounds really great. Is that really one of his songs? Yeah. Oh, boy. Lost count of all the countless things I've lost throughout the years. Can you believe it, though? This guy gets to sing with, with Dolly. Well, listen to that. That's classic country. It is right there. Things I should hold dear. It's very Randy Travis. It really is. Especially the lost love I needed desperately. I find it doesn't help at all. All right. I like that one. I actually like that one better than Run Rose Run. Yeah, yeah. That was that really, like you said, old timey classic sounding country. Did you ever see White Trash Wins Lotto? <sighs> was that with, uh, don't say it. Okay. Was that with, uh, Chris Hardwick? No, no. This was earlier. This was Andy. Oh, then Andy Preboy. Yeah, it was Andy Preboy and had all the San Francisco comics like Blank Apache, Greg Parent. No, is it great? It's amazing. When I saw it, I was like, oh, I will never do anything this great. But it's the unauthorized Broadway musical of Axl Rose. Okay. And the Indian song is called Rise, Rose, Rise. And it's, it's fucking brilliant. It's amazing. Why it's doesn't amazing. Rose get behind that and maybe produce it? I think Rose is an asshole. Oh, I, that's what I hear. Oh, Rumor well. has it. That's the book on, on him around town. Run, Rose, run. Yeah. All right. I thought it, maybe he's mellowed now. I don't know. Listen to my chair. I love it. Oh, now it won't do it. <laughs> How is it? It, it creaks when I don't How want it to. How are you excited about a creaky chair? You got to get out of this fucking <laughs> office, dude. so loud. <laughs> Taking a drink. All right. I, I don't know if Rose is. He doesn't seem like one who settles, who, who kind of cools down. He doesn't seem like... You know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't seem like one of those who learned his You're lesson. right. All right, so happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. This is the special thing I did today. Now, if you're listening to this right now and you have not checked the Patreon page recently, I'm going to tell you something. Tonight, on Father's Day, I am hosting a Name That Tune episode. Excellent. So go and get the link on the Patreon page and come and join us for some Father's Day fun. And... uh that's Excellent. all I got to say about that. Excellent. And Mary, I'll send you that link in case Father's oh, yeah. Day activities are done at your house sure. by 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. Maybe you join in. Sounds great. Uh, thank you, Mary. Anything to promote? Thank you. I got the For What It's Worth going. Uh, the uh, only music and comedy game show that matters. We got Dave Festini, lit rock solid listener mm-hmm. on the editing duties these days. Oh, great. And he's really, I mean, he's bringing so much. Heat? He's bringing like, he's bringing comedy to it man he's bringing jokes to where i like i'll watch his pass and i'll fucking laugh and text him like dude that was hilarious that's good he knows what he's doing he's smart he's funny and he's a good editor he knows what he's doing and i'm very thankful to have him on board dave festini absolutely so we got new season we got new season we got uh coming up we got kyle can oh well this is already aired by then this will drop on june 19th so anything after june 19th who do you got coming up well we just had Kyle Kinane. All right. Fantastic. We had, uh, Allie McKay, who, uh, from Kevin Bean off the world famous K-Rock radio legend on Very this. Nice. Who else did we have on Mike this? Siegel, Mike Siegel. Was he just Siegel, doing? Mike Siegel. Pat Francis has been on a couple times. Mike Siegel is under the knife right now as we speak. For his eye? Having a cataract removed. Oh, is that today? It's today. Oh, I should shoot him a text. Um, I call him Siegel Eye Cherry. <laughs> That's what I call him. No, you don't. You're an idiot. Tell, calling him that now. <laughs> Uh, who else have we had? Uh, just great. We had Pat, we had Dave, the aforementioned Dave Festini with Christy Stratton, yep. the man. Don't ask me how we got her. We got her. And Pat Francis, one of my favorite episodes. It's fun. 
Amazing. So and, check it and out. Dave edited himself to look funny. Oh yeah, he's good at that. And yeah. then uh, we're gonna keep going, man. We're gonna keep going. So all right. Well, we I appreciate it. And you can join the Patreon if you want for just a couple bucks. You get bonus material. It helps out the show. Um, but if not, the show's free on YouTube. <laughs> and you're at Murray V. Murray V at Murray or Murr? Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y. Murray V, v on Twitter. On Twitter. Murray V Comedy on Instagram and Facebooks. All right. And we are, TikTok. We're at Rock Solid Show. Go to patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast to support content creators. Mm-hmm. And go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. All right. Thank you, Murray, for driving over here in the morning. Uh, no traffic, but on the way home, I'm sure it'll be a disaster. Am I blocking Timothy B. Schmidt? Should he pull in? Is he going to pull in the driveway? He's not coming. Mm-hmm. I've got, it's 11.09 my time. I have exactly 51 minutes to uh, get it in gear. I think I will. That's enough time. But it's only a half hour. I think a page. It's only a half hour, but I, I have to uh, I have to pull it. He has a brand new solo album, so I got okay. to pull a couple more songs that I enjoy from that. Does he have two other solo albums? No, he's got like seven solo oh, okay. albums. It's a good thing I'm not. Yeah, you're not ready. I'll, I'll play. Uh, you are I'll play not. Can't you slow are down not ready. Lionel, I'll play. Can't slow down by Lionel Richie. So when you wrote this song, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I have enough to fill five. a half hour. But I want to feel yeah, comfortable. I, get it. I want to feel comfortable. I get it. So I do have a playout song. Okay. And I chose a Carly Simon song. It's from 1974. It's the title track from her album called Hot Cakes. So everyone, please enjoy. Hot cakes. Thank you, Murray. Thanks, Pat. You're happy awesome. Father's Day, Murray. Hey, happy Father's Day to you, and thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And all it. the fathers. Happy Father's Day to all the dads. Dave Festini, happy Father's Day. Of children, not dads of pets. Exactly. That doesn't count. Says fiddle on the griddle as you drop that batter into that hot butter. Round and brown, piping hot, like as not. What we got is hot cakes. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Puffing up fluffy and sweet. Now wait. And now flip it. Wait a second. You got a crackle. That's your oh, phone. Thanks. I'll just put that crackle by my balls. Yeah. Test- and then wait. get testicular cancer. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.